Okay, I think I'm live now. I'm actually recording. I'm double recording this because last time I attempted to stream for the first time live and I my, my entire computer crashed and uh, I would have lost what I had spoken earlier, but uh, I'll, I played a trick on y'all. I uh, actually had recorded the message previously and then streamed it pretending I was actually live, but I wasn't really live. I was just actually test, testing uh, going live. And I'm glad I did that because I found out that the uh, the broadcasting software that I'm using here actually crashed. And I think it crashed because I had too many applications open on my Mac. And my Mac, if you know me, I'm a computer guy. I go big on computers. I, uh, I use, uh, I have 32 gigs of RAM. I have a Core i7, so I was actually surprised that the software did that to me. But anyway, uh, here I am tonight. And if you notice, if you look behind me, you see all that toilet paper there? That is my son. He thought it would be really funny to actually uh, put toilet paper on my dresser because I noticed in the last couple, the last video, the first video I did, there was toilet paper there. And my wife said, you know, you've got toilet paper there on the... Uh, on the dresser and I said uh, I did not put that there and my son was laughing because he had put that there so he decided to uh, really go big tonight and I'm gonna go ahead and close this door because my wife is gonna be coming home in a minute and I have two little, I have a dog here that likes to make a lot of noise I think I'll keep that on lock. and uh, I'm dressed a little uh, more business casual today. I the other day I was dressed in uh, I was dressed because I was about ready to leave and go to the doctor and then go to the gym. So I normally won't dress that way. That was a little uh, maybe a little too casual. Okay, so that was in the morning. This is the evening, and I'm actually live right now. And uh, there's no faking it. I'm actually going to go live for the first time. So all of you out there, hello. And I know there's some a few people watching. I know Thomas is out there. I think Julie's on the on the live stream and I know there are some people watching on Sermon Audio. I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody who's watching live. If you can't make it live, I, I think there's some I have a friend that's also dialed into the Sermon Audio phone line. And uh, so he, I think he's listening too. So if you're out there Nick and listening, I just want to tell you hi and I love you. So Anyway, so that's what's going on, and uh, so, I, you know, this is a little awkward. I, I'm not used to talking to a camera without anybody actually being able to talk back. I much prefer discussion. I much prefer to actually have a one-on-one -on -one or a one-to-many conversation. I'm not used to actually talking to myself, and uh, I need to get used to that, I suppose, if I'm going to be doing these live streams. Either that or we actually set up some sort of uh, call-in number where somebody can call in and we can converse and discuss the scriptures and theology together. So I hope everybody had a great day today. I had a good one. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started here. So in my last video, I uh, briefly talked about uh, my... I, I briefly gave my testimony. I explained that uh, how I came to believe the gospel, 
how I worked my way through, I didn't work my way, I, 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 I was brought through the various religions of uh, Presbyterianism, Southern Baptistism, Free Willism, Charismatic Calvinism, to finally my final resting place, Supreme and Sovereign Free Grace in Christ. And I also mentioned mentioned in that video, that in my testimony, that I, I, I discovered along the way that there was a distinction between what I believed and what traditional Calvinists have uh, historically taught. And and I mentioned some big words. I used words like superlapsarianism, infralapsarianism, and Thomas rightly pointed out on on a comment that I maybe should have uh, actually explained what I meant by those terms. And so I'm going to attempt to do that today. I didn't really spend a lot of time preparing for this message, but I think I know the material well enough that I'll be able to talk about it. So, infralapsarianism, uh, let's just break that, break that word down. Uh, lapse means fall, okay? And uh, how... And infralapsarianism and superlapsarianism has to do with the order or the logical orders of the decree of God. Now we know that God's decrees are not sequential. They all occurred simultaneously as God is timeless and transcendent of time and space. So when I speak of the order of the decrees, I'm only speaking in a logical uh, perspective. And so, did so. The idea of the decree of God was: When did God decree to elect uh, His people to salvation? Was it before He saw them fallen in Adam, or after He saw them fallen in Adam? And that's the uh, that's really the main difference between infralapsarianism and superlapsarianism. And and my wife just texted me. She says she's on the way, but. She's coming back from work, but the, but there's more than just just that. There are actually implications in these uh, doctrines. Uh, there's there there are theological implica implications. There are also there are also practical implications, and I thought I'd uh, briefly get into that today. Okay, so the the typical Calvinist infralapsarian understanding of the decrees of God are it's almost as if they they teach and I, I don't want to paint them unfairly I want to be as honest as I can with the opposing viewpoint and that and that is I they the decrees are almost reactive to one another they uh, you know, for example, if you believe that God decreed to redeem his people in Christ after he decreed the fall, that's almost seen as a reaction to to the fall. And superlapsarianism is, while it is true that we believe that, superlapsarians like me believe that God determined to redeem his people in Christ before he redeemed before he uh, determined to have them fall in Adam, it's much more than that. The the 
we start with a uh, with the end result and that is and you work your way back in time and that is how you determine the order the logical order of the decrees of God and um, so I thought I'd get into that and so let me go to my notes here scroll down a little bit here scroll down to the next page okay so Gordon Clark was a, a uh, was a superlapsarian that was influential to me and there's one quote that he wrote in one of his books and I don't have that quote handy so I apologize for having not having the reference here on hand but I can get it for you but he wrote this he said superlapsarianism for all its insistence on certain logical order among the divine decrees is essentially so it seems to us the unobjectionable view that God controls the universe purposefully God acts with a purpose. He has an end in view and sees the end from the beginning. Every verse in scripture that in one way or another refers to God's manifold wisdom, every statement indicating that uh, a prior event is for the purpose of causing a subsequent event, every mention of an eternal, all-embracing plan contributes to a teleological and therefore superlapsarian view of God's control of history. The connection between superlapsarianism and the fact that God always acts purposely depends on the observation that the logical order of any plan is the exact reverse of its temporal execution. The first step in any planning is the end to be achieved, in this case uh, glorification and having a redeemed people in Christ. Man, I lost my place in reading this. <laughs> Then the means are decided upon, until last of all the first thing to be done is discovered. The execution in time reverses the order of planning. Thus creation, since it is first in history, must be logically last in the divine decrees. Okay. So briefly, the implications of superlegislative are this and if you have any questions about this please don't hesitate to email me or contact me phone me but the way I view it and I know this is really brief and I don't really feel like I have a lot of time to really get into it deep without really sitting down and talking to somebody but we weren't selected out of a group of fallen people God didn't look down and see all of humanity and then only decide to redeem a few of them. No, he actually determined to have a redeemed people. And then he decreed the events in order to make that happen. And conversely, and there's conversely, this is an important point, he also determined to have a group of reprobates or damned people. So, So when you think about this for a second, just think of how this might apply to you if you're a believer today. If if you're if you count yourself, if you consider yourself amongst God's elect, when you were created fallen in Adam, and I have a different view on Adam, and those of you who know me, uh, I'll I'll get into that in another video here, but I do not deny that all men are created in total depravity. But when we were, our, but if, if as we are considered fallen in Adam, we 
were really only created in a temporal sin, meaning that we were created, we were only created to sin for a period of time, the time that we were born through the time that uh, we, we pass into glory. And that's one of the theological implications of that. Uh, but the unelect are far more than fallen. They, they're far more than fallen in Adam. I, they are fashioned in eternal sin, meaning there is no hope of redemption for them. The, uh, the cross of Christ, the cross of Christ was not sufficient for them. It was sufficient only for God's elect. And so that's just one of the theological implications, and we could always get into that on a later, on a later video. And, uh, I'd also like to say that, uh, there's another theological implication that is God's, if, he, if God starts with an end in view, that means everything that we have, that everything that occurs in this world today is because God wants it to be that way. Whereas the infralapsarian kind of views things, and I know there are some absolute predestinarians that are infralapsarian, but most of them are not. But the... But the infralapsarian kind of views God as reacting. Uh, there is no reaction with God. Everything is purposed. There is a unitary, solitary will of God. And what's happening in this world today is because he has determined it. And his absolute sovereignty really works itself out in our lives in matters such as causing us to stumble. And this is one of those practical implications. You know, it can... Do you ever feel like you've actually become victorious over a certain sin and you've exalted yourself in that particular sin? Thinking you've mastered that sin forever? Well, I think one of the practical implications of God's absolute sovereignty and, and, and having us to be created in sin is that he sends these things into our lives to cause us to sin. He's the first cause of all things. And I believe that that sin that's in our life is, is helpful. We, we, we forget the power of God. We forget the power that God has over everything. Everything we have is by his sovereign grace and mercy. And when we begin to think that we're, we're victorious and we've mastered a particular sin or we start to exalt ourselves, God and his infinite... <laughs> Love really seizes our pride and scourges scourges us. He scourges every son whom he loves and receives. And it's through this sin that God reminds us of our weakness that left us pale in in, in the grip of, of death. So the practical implication of superlapsarianism is we are brought to a deep and gripping fear reverence of God and we're in so much awe of him and we delight in his almighty power and we we begin to ascribe infinite value to every attribute of him we 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 love we begin to love the doctrine of omnipotence the the the, the doctrine of immutability the, do the doctrine of eternity. What is eternity? What does it mean? Um, a lot of people view eternity as just another extension of time instead of 
God himself being timeless and creating the creator of time who sees all things at once, who causes all things. And when we, when we begin to delight and understand who it is that God is, who it is after a, a good study of superlapsarianism and a revealing of the truth, we, we, we begin to tremble at our own inability to please him. And, and run solely to Christ and rest in Him alone. And we know that God will never, uh, you know, touch or, you know, show wrath upon us. God, God's perfect attributes, He's perfectly, he, he, he loves perfectly, He hates perfectly. And if you're elect and you know that He loves perfectly, then you know He doesn't hate you either. Uh, so, anyway, I have a few scripture passages that I, I, I'm going to read to you, and I hope that uh, you find some benefit in them. Philippians 2.13, It is God which worketh in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. So he's working in you. Everything that, he do, everything that you do, it's because God has worked in you. Of course, my favorite, one of my favorite passages is in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, we should walk in them. John fifteen sixteen, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that ye should go on and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Psalms 43, 2-5 For thou art the God of my strength, why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of thy enemy? O send out thy light and thy truth, let them lead me, let them bring me unto the holy hill and thy tabernacles. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God, my God. Why art thou, why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. And uh, I'll leave it there. So, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email me at brandon at pristinegrace.org. You can go to my website at pristinegrace.org. There is a lot more material on that website that discusses this in much more in depth than I, than I have here. This is only a brief, cursory, introductory study into... Superlapsarianism. It's not meant to be all-encompassing. I, I can't expect anybody to come to understand it just by simply listening to me here. You're going to have to dig into the scriptures and study and learn for yourself. And um, that's all I got. So uh, I just want to say I appreciate everybody watching, everybody listening. Hopefully I can get something uh, some maybe some sort of call-in feature 
in future videos. I, pl I do plan on doing these frequently. I, I'm going to be on vacation here soon, and I'm going to be out this weekend through the middle of next week, so I might be able to do one next Thursday. And um, and I hope everybody has a good has a good night. So please don't hesitate to contact me. I love to talk. You can also call me on my phone. I let me put that right up here on the uh, live stream. Let's see here. Okay, yeah, right here. Thanks for watching, <laughs> and uh, I I appreciate it. So, everybody have a good day. Talk to you later. I'm going to put the splash page up now. See, I, I'm learning how to use the software. It's pretty cool. And uh, I forgot to press record. So, uh, but that's okay. I got it recorded on the, uh, on, the, on the other device. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.